Welcome back to season two of the Love Letters to Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Pazmino. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Simply Cece from Simply First Class Podcast, and I'm here on Love Letters to Virginia podcast. Hey, how are you? Hi, I'm good. How long have you been doing Simply First Class? Uh, since 2018. It was called just Simply Cece at first because I didn't really have a name. How did you decide on Simply First Class? So we had an intern, uh, David. And he was trying to come up with the name. So he said, first class podcast. And then we said, ooh, simply first class. And then we looked that up and that was taken. So then we said, simply first class podcast, which wasn't taken. So did you start this for school or did you start this for yourself? No, this is for myself. We couldn't pay anybody for anything. And we still kind of can't. Um, So instead of volunteering, we told him that we'd work with him as an intern. So, turn my off. so what kind of things are you working on this season? Um, working on vlogging and kind of developing my video editing skills. Because okay. uh, audio, I felt like I had mastered it by 2020. And that's when I wanted to shift to YouTube, but I didn't really know how to edit then either. So now I feel like I've gotten closer to where I want to be, if not already there. What are you shooting on right now? My phone or my Nikon, I have a Sony, but it's um, it's too advanced for me right now. I don't know what I'm doing. It's one of those ones that's supposed to shoot 4K and be really good for vlogging, but I can't shoot manual because the manual looks horrible. But I think that's just me not knowing what I'm doing. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where it takes a lot of practice for you to start to feel comfortable with it. I'm in the same boat. Mm-hmm. That's why I also always use my phone. It just makes things easier. And they shoot 4K anyway. And editing is just faster. Do you edit from iMovie or do you use... No, I use CapCut or uh, Adobe. But Adobe is more complicated, so I just use CapCut right now. Okay. So where are you planning to travel next? Probably back to Canada because our cousin's getting married. So how long are your episodes usually? Um, So my episodes range depending on what we're talking about. So some of them are long, some of them are short. Like if it's just an interview, then it's like 15 to 20 minutes. But if it's a conversation, then it can be as long as two hours. Do Mm -hmm. you put it out every week? No, um, I put them out sporadically because I used to overbook myself. And now that I, I try to do some work school and then some projects, it's hard to kind of balance it so I'm probably just going to get back to doing it once a month and then um, build back up from there because I make videos too so that takes some time. Do you have a favorite episode? Uh, I think our Christmas episode yeah I think our favorite episode my favorite episode is the Christmas one when we like introduced our interns to the platform because it started with two and then the other one she just kind of um, got busy with college prep stuff so what was your your favorite thing about that episode? It was just fun. It was the, like the first time we really got on the mics and got goofy and didn't really think about anything. And if we tried to make it too serious, somebody just made it goofy again. So it was <laughs> nice. I like tend to overthink and overwork. Uh, so it was really kind of more of just like 
a group hangout that you recorded? Yeah. That's Group awesome. hangout on the mic. <laughs> so now that you're transitioning into doing more videos, are you changing the format at all? Are you going to be releasing the audio and a separate video, or are they kind of one and the same? So my thought process is one and the same because I didn't really have time to edit both. Mm -hmm. uh, my audio edits are different than my visual edits, so I would have to edit almost both independently. Mm -hmm. um, but depending on packages, because I'm starting my production company, so if it's like a private project, I'm more than likely just going to keep it on the one platform. And if it's something that someone's reached out to us for, then I'll offer that as a package. Awesome. What got you into podcasting? Well... One of my friends invited me on to their show for a segment, and for some reason I decided to write about Virginia. It's the pandemic. What do we actually have here to do to keep us from going crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is pretty accurate. Yeah. So I still, along the way, went a little crazy, but I've discovered a lot of really awesome things. The idea was born in Chesapeake, and I haven't necessarily revisited as much as I probably could be. Hmm. Because there, there are some things out in Chesapeake, but it's definitely the most quiet of the seven cities. I agree. <laughs> but you guys are, um, you guys are pretty central to any of the cities. Virginia Beach is right there. Yeah. Norfolk is right there. Uh, Suffolk is right there in Portsmouth too like all of them basically border your city mm -hmm. are you still in Suffolk? I am it's just as quiet as Chesapeake if not quieter I mean it's not really quieter than Chesapeake because I feel like Chesapeake has the older population mm -hmm. um, and, but there's just as much of nothing to do out here like they have one bar or not bar I guess brewery one brewery and that's on Main Street. And everything entertainment-wise is pretty much on Main Street. If not, it's agricultural. There's, like, no movie theaters out here. There's no shopping malls. It's just grocery stores. It's basically like North Carolina out here. Yeah, definitely the country. Main Street mm -hmm. is so pretty, though. Hmm? I said Main Street is so pretty. I haven't been to Suffolk in a while. It is pretty. And it's got the historical stuff, but... And Smithfield, too, but that's another county. Like, that's not even Suffolk. Yeah. Smithfield has a winery, breweries. They have the uh, meat packing is still out there. You know, they have a little bit of an entertainment aspect. Main Street is just, like, the courthouse or small businesses, even. Um, but not really entertainment. That's true. Hmm. Well, I feel like that just means that it's an opportunist landmine yes we just got uh taco bell and bojangles across the street from where i live like a year or maybe 18 months ago i don't think it's been a full two years yet otherwise we would have had to drive to uh, main street <laughs> <laughs> when i was little there used to be nothing out here it literally was just the grocery store i think we had the walgreens and cvs we had the hospital um, a lot of the little shops have rotated, like the pizza spot's always been there, but a pizza spot and a Chinese spot, but there's a CBD shop now, there's a tech store, 
there's a gun shop now. Um, what that teaches, like the, what is it? Concealed carry course and they sell weapons. Oh, wow. Um, Burger King's always been there. Wawa was of like later development. Uh, we just got those two fast food places and that's been about it like right here. They're building a car wash right next to Goodwill, which is completely random, but hey. Uh, and then housing, like the, it seems like the neighborhood I'm in just keeps creeping backwards towards Kingsport. So they're building these new $300,000 homes in the back of the neighborhood and we live at the front. So it's cool and it's building, but it's um, like you said, it's prime. If somebody was thinking to come out here and develop a cinema cafe, they'd be a genius because they'd have so much money. That would be a great idea. And I feel like, like you said, like Chesapeake is for the older crowd, but there are a lot of young people and a lot of families in Suffolk. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, hopefully the right people will listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> They'll hear it because I want to, like, I'd like to stay out here. The people are nice. Prices are fairly reasonable. It's far enough for everybody to be like, oh, no, nah, you live in Suffolk. I'm not driving all the way out there. So nobody randomly comes to my house. <laughs> um, which, like, not that it would be a bad thing if they did, but, like, at the same time, it's nice to just be just far enough away from everything. Like, if something were to go down in Norfolk, I'm, like, in a whole other city. I go to school in Norfolk, but I'm not living there. What's your favorite thing about this area? The 757? Mm-hmm. I think the people and the food. Because yeah. um, there's a variety of personalities. I like the military community. I've been a part of it my whole life. So it's nice to have that. Um, it's kind of like a staple in the area. There are a lot of places that you go to where people don't understand the lifestyle of military people. And they look at us as money. Uh, especially for the kids in the school system. Schools get like a check for every uh, military kid that goes to them, depending on, I think it depends on like the district or whatever, but they get a check. Um, and the people in the communities, they know they're going to make some money. Like if you go to a car auto shop, they tell you not to tell them if you're an active duty service member or uh, maybe you could tell them if you're a veteran, but if you tell them you're active duty, they're going to just try to get as much money as they can out of you. Um yeah, they teach it. They have these courses that they teach at MWR about um, debt, home buying, car buying, and a program called Million Dollar Sailor, which will teach people some of the basics to how to invest your money and place it. Um, and I really like that aspect. It's free to the service members and their dependents. And it offers like, I don't know, it's just, I like the way the community is. And then with the 757 and food, we're in a seafood rich area so a lot of dishes I'm like I like their flavor but I'm also from here so I think I'm partial to that I like trying new things I like that there's enough of a variety of people like there's an Indian restaurant that just opened up on campus I love Indian food I can't cook it the closest thing that tastes like my grandma's food is Rajput and I think that's on 21st street I like the way they make their food they make food for ODU for um Diwali every year and it just reminds me of when my grandma makes the food at home um that I like she lives in New York so I don't get to experience it often so it's nice to get to taste that while I'm here 
um, depending on which city you're in kind of depends on the amenities available to you, but each city has its own identity. Um, like I'm finding I really like Newport News because it's quiet. So if I were to like pick a house area that I would want to invest in, I would want to invest in Newport News. Um, Hampton is got pretty much uh, the same entertainments as Virginia Beach without all the people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Norfolk is the base area. So if you want to go to like a military heavy area, that's definitely Norfolk and parts of Portsmouth. Um, but you also have like the night scene there and the college crowd because there's two universities in Norfolk um, within like a 15 minute drive. So a lot of the students come together and have fun. Um, Virginia Beach is nice, but Virginia Beach is far <laughs> and expensive. Uh, living, eating, pretty much everything costs extra down there for no reason, just because they can, I think. Yeah, um, but the beaches are nice and peaceful and the people are also nice. I've never really encountered anyone that was unpleasant necessarily unless they were drunk or something like that. And that's not necessarily them. That's just they're under an influence. <laughs> Chesapeake I like too, because I went to TCC, the one in Chesapeake for a class. I thought that was pretty cool. I liked that it was just as quiet as Suffolk, but um, there was a little bit more stuff to do. Like I could walk right across the street to get some food. Um, the shops and availability in that area is pretty not dense, but like it's it's appropriate enough that you can find something to do if you just say, I want to go drive around and pick something. There's a lot of unique businesses, small business owners, um, you know, some chain restaurants and stuff, but like you have a good selection in Chesapeake. I'm thinking I'm missing a city. I said Newport News, Hampton, Norfolk, Virginia Beach, Chesapeake, Suffolk, and... Uh, Chesapeake is funny to me because it seems like it's the most like undefined as far as its own personality it's like yes very much trying to be the other cities i feel like if it was a click virginia (laughs) beach is (laughs) i'm trying to remember the seven cities i'm missing one hampton newport news Norfolk, Portsmouth. Oh, I didn't get to Portsmouth yet. Okay. So if they were a click, Virginia Beach would be the popular kid. Hampton would be the wannabe popular kid who's trying too hard. (laughs) Newport News is the cool person who's nice and quiet, like the nerd, but the nice nerd, not the one that's snobby kind of. Virginia Beach is definitely snobby. Uh, Suffolk is the one that comes in with the jeans and the t-shirt every day. They don't care about fashion, but they're clean cut. <laughs> Portsmouth comes in with that hoodie. The hoodie in their sleeping class. Wait, who Norfolk comes in comes- with the hoodie? Portsmouth. Portsmouth. <laughs> they got it. It's the hoodie and the sweatpants. And like, they make it a fit. But at the same time, like, it's extremely comfortable. They don't necessarily... there is no necessarily like dressing up or they're not snobby they don't necessarily care they care but they don't care like they care enough to have the baby fat on but not enough to have uh like a a dressy outfit if that makes sense they're comfortable oh I Um, (laughs) 
Norfolk is the dorky one, not the band geek, but more so the theater kid. And Chesapeake. <laughs> that is a hot take. I love that. <laughs> I would say Chesapeake is the military kid. They don't fit in. Like they fit in, but they don't fit in. You know that they're a city and you know that they're a student, but at the same time, they don't have the nightlife they don't have the snobby attitude they're cool people but you don't really know a lot about them that's what it seems like yeah yeah i love that that's so interesting (laughs) how do you know someone's from virginia oh so that y'all nobody anywhere else says y'all won't (laughs) so (laughs) when we lived in new jersey funny story uh they threw me off when they say coffee 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 i can't even say it cup of joe and coffee like you've got it oh it's it's almost like new york but it's not new york like new yorker i can't do it so (laughs) (laughs) we did something and my mom was like y'all won't catch me talking about that and the lady in the office at our school bust out laughing and we were confused and she was like I know you're from Virginia we're like what are you talking about no won't is one of the things that nobody says outside of here y'all is another thing that they know you're from the south but like depending on how you say y'all depends on how far from the south you're from so uh, it was funny but won't I'll, I'll never forget in second grade my teacher was explaining to us contractions and she said okay now heel is he will she'll is she will there is no contraction for you will no well what was the thing willn't will not i think that's what it was it was nt not l so it was like don't is do not won't is will not and we're like what are you talking about why isn't it just willing or something like that and she's like i don't know it's just won't you won't that and so anytime I like go anywhere else, like that's not here. And I notice, like you notice it. I don't know how to describe it. Different dialects is one. Uh, two, the way they carry themselves. If you pay attention to music, right? Anyone from Virginia knows Chris Brown and Trey Songz are from Virginia. Not just because they say so, but because if you listen to their music, if you watch how they act, uh, a lot of times you can tell. You'll just know which part they're from too. Like Chris Brown, he's not from Southern Virginia at all. We don't do certain things he's from the middle of nowhere so (laughs) his perspective is a little different i didn't even talk about my radio job congratulations by the way thank you that is like uh that's my favorite thing in the world right now i walked into my interview and i felt at home when i walked into the station Uh, right when have you ever like how often i'm not going to say when have you ever how often is it you walk into a place and you immediately feel like you're where you're supposed to be? Like, I don't have to limit myself talking wise because I'm in a talking industry. Everybody talks. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. I, the reason I left the call center job is because they kept telling me I had to get my time down to two minutes. And I was like, no freaking way. You think I'm going to make some money in two minutes? <laughs> I like the job. It's a like, Working at that radio station, there's a lot of different aspects of production that you can learn. So working with Tom on um, Lex showed me like a true behind the scenes, I think, of what it should look like to run a film production. Um, But they have radio production there. A lot of um, I help 
I take the videos for myself, but it does kind of help them with their promotion, the marketing, because they just post pictures. Um, but I wanted to show what it was like to be a work, not worker, but like an employee with the company um, and what it's like to do our job, which is really fun. And it's pretty basic. So they would let us jump in and help with um, front desk or um, I want to learn how to do like radio production so I can ask one of the show producers, um, you know, how to do their thing. So far, just shadowing. I'm not quite ready to jump in yet. I did. A, I watched a guy run a baseball game and he had four computer monitors running with oh. the soundboard in front of him and a TV running of the professional league and he's running the minor league. I was like, yo, uh, he, he literally turned around. So what do you think? I said, okay. I'm going to be honest. When I walked in, I was really overwhelmed. About an hour into the game, I think I figured out the pieces of everything. And I know that you know how to do it and make it look so easy because you've been doing it for 30 something years. Um, <laughs> and I know I had, I know how to do each piece. Like once I calmed down and realized what you were doing, I know that I've done each piece, but I have never done all four at the same time. What the soundboard? Lordy. <laughs> Like, I couldn't imagine having to do that every day, multiple times a day right now. So I think I'm interested in just shadowing and figuring it out and then maybe jumping in here and there. But I'm not ready to just jump in yet. And it's bigger than I thought it was. And he said, well, you know, that's why we wouldn't have you running one of these right off the bat. Like, you'd watch a few times. I might like to jump in and do one or two things, but you wouldn't nah it would take some time <laughs> and it would take some practice and I like that um I like the openness I like the genuinity of everyone um there's a lot of smiling faces I like I said I walked in there and I felt at home like I've never walked into a job and felt at home I walked into a job and known it was temporary I've walked into a job and known I liked it but was unsure of how long it would go and I think this is the first place that I feel like I can bounce around and be my creative self and not feel like I'm like, besides probably some of the, I don't know the corporate side of things because there are literally two different sides of the uh, floor. But as far as like the employee aspect, I can bounce around. The salespeople are really cool. They're starting to get to know me because I'm posting the videos and tagging the stations. Um, the salespeople are the people who like reach around and find the businesses in the area that uh, the stations can have advertisement from. A lot of things are run on, um, or I guess funded through advertisements. Um, so it's it's just nice to be able to like bounce around, ask questions, kind of be myself, and then also have the aspect like they didn't they <laughs> one of the show hosts. I walked into the break room working front desk that day and I dress up for front desk. I don't dress up for my uh, road crew job because we're out in that heat. So it doesn't make any sense to wear something like dress slacks or whatever. Like you just wear shorts, sneakers and my hair. So I walked into the thing. I think I was wearing like a skirt and a bodysuit. So it looked like a dress. And she was like, oh, wow, is that Sierra? I've never seen you dressed up. You look so pretty. And I was like, oh, okay cool she's like no I've always ever seen you in that t-shirt you guys have to wear for promo but never like dressed up this looks good and I was like thank you this is cool I like dressing up front desk because I'm just sitting here I'm excited to do more productions and I think what's next for me is going to be developing those productions 
So uh, seeing Nope by Jordan Peele was like a real inspiration to me because he didn't necessarily break the mold, but he went his own way. There was no traditional story. There were lots of jump scares. And I really liked the cinematic work. He took time to develop those shots. And I would like to create things like that. So I think that's what's next for me. Working with Tom helped me to, and I'd like to work with him some more, but it helped me to kind of quantify some things that I've seen in my mind, but not been able to figure out how to create or not seeing what would be the best ways to do that. So I think that's the next overall thing for me is uh, creating content in um, inconsistency, I think. That sounds exciting. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you again. Do you have a hard time coming up with content ideas for your podcast? I find that there is nothing more embarrassing than all of a sudden being stumped in the middle of a conversation where it's like, I know I had more questions for you, but I just can't remember what they are right now. And that's why I'm trying Poddex. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random. Hit the record button and get started. Now you can make better content, have more fun while you're at it, and get your viral moment, all with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C. Hey, this is Latasha Holloway. I plan to be the future mayor of Virginia Beach, but when the time comes, I will need your support. As a veteran of the healthcare field, I understand something about empathy. We must have empathy and compassion in order to improve Virginia Beach.